are here at the Senior Expo Information Fair. Happens each spring at the Agri Center in Memphis, and Bot Radio Network is always privileged to be here, meet some great folks, and to meet a lot of our senior adults in the area who come from all over. They get information about different services, products, and things that make senior life more exciting and fun. We've got some friends of Bot Radio who have brought a number of these uh, senior saints to the expo. Right now, we're going to visit with Brandis Leverett. Brandis is with the Oasis of Hope. It's an outreach ministry of Hope Presbyterian. Mm-hmm. Pastor Brandis, you brought a group of how many? Uh, about 30. About 30? About 30, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there was a few more that actually drove themselves today. So we're here, and then it is a highlight uh, of their year, and they really love being here. Tell me about the work that you do. I know it's very broad work, but of course today you're focusing on the seniors. Absolutely. Tell me about some of the ways that you help minister to seniors. Yes, Oasis of Hope. It's a uh, nonprofit CDC serving North Memphis. Uh, One of the things we do with our seniors is we have a senior program. I actually like to call it one of the best senior programs in the Mid-South. So every day, uh, starting at about 8 o'clock to about 1, we open our doors and we have... On any given day, 40, 50, 60 seniors, if we're doing some big event, um, seniors from Fayette County will come down and we'll get 100 people in there. And they come and they just uh, commune with each other. They eat every day. We partner with MIFA. Um, we partner with Maritan. We partner with the Aging Commission. Uh, so they're just a wonderful group of individuals who um, engage us as well as we engage them. Uh, they do ceramics. Uh, they do walking. They're, they're biking. Um, they're playing Wii games. Uh, they love playing cards. That's one of their things. But uh, we also partner with a lot of organizations uh, this past year. Uh, we partnered with the Princeton James Productions. They came in and they helped our seniors write and produce uh, their own uh, play for uh, Black History Month. And that was really neat. And they're to be featured on some television show sometime soon. Wow. Yeah. That must be real rewarding to you to be able to give back. You know? Absolutely. We know these seniors have done so much for our community. I think that gets overlooked. Matter of fact, just a moment ago, uh, a man came by with a veteran hat on, and, yep. you know, having served yes, in our country. So he's been part of protecting our freedoms yes, that sir. we share as Americans. Yes, sir. And I mean, that's just one example, but other labor and just giving back to the community, this is a precious resource, our seniors. Absolutely. Too often, you know, like you said, our, our seniors are kind of this forgotten group of individuals in our society, and uh, we work with children as well. So we have a vibrant youth program, and having the seniors there, especially in the summer months when kids are not in school, uh, creates another opportunity for the community to grow, because I have our seniors with our youth, and even if it's just them being around and saying good morning and uh, encouraging a kid as they walk by, very vibrant. And for most of our seniors, man, I consider them to be like walking museums. I mean, they have so much knowledge, so much history. Um, this past uh, fall, the play that they did, uh, that group, the uh, Princeton James Productions, what they did was they actually sat down with a lot of our seniors and allowed them to tell their story. And many times they don't get that opportunity, but they have some compelling stories that I think more and more people need to hear. Brandis, I really appreciate you bringing that to our listeners' attention, talking about connecting our youth. You know, the Bible talks about the older generation instructing the younger generation. And this is, like you said, a a great resource, walking museums, the experiences that they've had, and how they can be able to share those stories and giving back to this younger generation. Absolutely. You know, that sometimes is kind of trying to figure out their tracks, you know? Absolutely. I mean, you know, today, many of our uh, younger generation, myself included, you know, my grandparents have passed on. So even, you know, working with them, I get advice from them. Uh, I get a chance to 
Uh, they have this just special intuition where you walk in the door and they can kind of tell what's going on with you in life. So they'll pull you aside and pray for you, hug you, uh, just check in on you. And the same thing we do for them as well. Yeah. Um, and talk about some of those needs. I know you probably see also some special needs that seniors have that absolutely. we might not as a community be aware of. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that is great that we do um, is we have a housing program, affordable housing that is. So we're actually going to have three more homes built here uh, by the 1st of July uh, that is going to be specifically for seniors, seniors with, um, it's going to be ADA compliant. So seniors with some kind of disability or whatever it may be. So that's going to be a part of what we do. But we also partner with a lot of different organizations here in town, uh, MLGW, because uh, many of our seniors um, uh, struggle a bit uh, just making the ends meet every month. So we partner with programs where we can bring some dental care, health care, uh, transportation if they need that, uh, but also um, help them uh, with keeping the lights on at home. Well, Brandon, this has been great. Your group now is just kind of picking up some literature and the freebies, a lot of freebies given away here. I love the freebies. God, I love the freebies. And then Mr. Kenneth Jackson with the Creative Aging, he's actually one of the gentlemen uh, who comes to our center bi-monthly and performs for our seniors. One of the most phenomenal things we do every month is a birthday karaoke party. You talk about some getting down, some getting down. Oh, I'm going to have to join you sometime for that. Sounds Absolutely. a lot of fun. Absolutely. It's a ton of fun, but you got to come and sing. We're in trouble now. I can't sing. I mean, I can barely carry a tune in a bucket, you know, at all. <laughs> I can understand that. I can understand that. But no, this this is a highlight of their year. They've been talking about it all month. Um, and it's just a great opportunity for them to mingle and meet other seniors. Uh, we actually saw the bus for Fayette County driving in and they were like, oh, we got to you know, check in on and so-and-so and such-and-such. So we were built for relationship you know when you think about how god designed us and that doesn't change just because we get older that's exactly right well, i am so glad that we met up you told me that you are a frequent listener to bond radio absolutely absolutely larry lloyd uh with mlf uh, i worked with him and uh when i first met him i said let me just type in larry lloyd and the first thing that came up was bond radio and an interview you guys did with him um, i'm a member of fellowship memphis church and brian loritz uh, was our founding pastor so i, I definitely listen in Crawford Loritz, he doesn't know it, but he's like my unofficial grandfather, so I definitely listen to those as well. Crawford, he and I are friends. I love Crawford. You know, he was here last year at the MLK 50 conference. We got a chance to do an interview for our Mid-South Viewpoint. Love Crawford Loritz. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, just a wonderful, wonderful guy. Yeah, man, I'm excited about the work that you guys do. Well, Brandis, God bless you, man. I really appreciate this opportunity for you to kind of expose our listeners to what you're doing at Oasis of Hope. Now, is there a website that people can get more information? Absolutely. Just go right into Google and type in Oasis of Hope Memphis, and it'll take you right there. Uh, You can see what's going on. You can volunteer. You can donate. You can just stop by. Uh, We'll love to have you, and that's what we do. Brandis Leverett, God bless you, my dear brother. Thank you for what you're doing for Christ's kingdom. Thank Thank you you for bringing these 30 senior adults out here to the expo today. Absolutely. And just a shout out to the Memphis Police Department. Uh, They were uh, helpful in getting a bus for us to bring our seniors out today. Well, this lady wears many hats. Right now, Jan Hamilton is organizing the senior expo here at the Ag Center. Jan Hamilton, this looks like a very successful day. People are having a great time. We love our seniors at PNA, Professional Network on Aging. We do three events a year, and this is our largest event. Talk about the importance of having this network here in our city, events like this, and why it's so important for our seniors. You know, all of us are headed that away, Byron. Lord willing, we're all going to be seniors someday. And we want to provide the resources that they need to make 
educated decisions about their senior years. Okay, when your board gets together and you're trying to organize an event like that, what are some things you're thinking about? What are some things that go into putting on an expo like this? Accessibility. We need for all the seniors, whether they're on a walker or where they're two feet or in a wheelchair, we want them to be able to come and enjoy the day. We also want a central location because, as you know, we get people from Mississippi, Arkansas, and Tennessee that participate with us. What about the actual, if you want to call them vendors or those who represent different organizations, what are you looking for for those type of businesses, organizations, nonprofits, you know, what have you, to be able to show their services and goods to the seniors here? We offer everything, Byron, today from transportation to assisted living, insurance, hospice, banking, you name it. We even have genetic testing representatives here today. And, you know, that's becoming a big thing. We just have everything you could possibly need from in-home medical care to non-medical care. And how many events like this do you do each year? We do three. We do a professional conference, which is our big education seminar, in February. And that's for caregivers, social workers, you know, that need to continue their education hours. Senior Expo, of course, is in May, and that is our big info fair. Senior Safari is coming up. That will be October 2nd at Memphis Zoo, and it's an awesome free day for the seniors. Jan, I mentioned that you like to wear many hats. I don't know if you like to, but you do wear many hats. And one of the hats, too, is the program director of the Delta Fair. Usually we're on Mid-South Viewpoint together talking about the fair coming up, about the arts and crafts and getting those entries in, and that's an important part of what you do. And these are your stomping grounds where that takes place. Yes. We, as you know, Delta Fair offers a Senior American Day also. That is on Wednesday, September 4th. And our fair this year is August 30th through September 8th. I need those entry forms in by August 15th. The book is online, and it will be at the libraries and senior centers within the next week. All right, Jan Hamilton, thank you so much for all you do for seniors and the Delta Fair, helping families really have a great time, and our seniors to have a good time, to be informed, to be safe, and to find the goods and services to help make their life a little better. We love seniors. As we continue here at the Senior Expo, we're meeting some wonderful people. Mary Williams is with a new concept. You know, we talked about the cost of health care and really the cost of prescription medications with seniors being on fixed incomes and trying to pay the cost of so many medications, exorbitant prices, and being able to afford that. Well, there is something called the Good Shepherd Pharmacy, kind of a new concept here in the Memphis area. Mary Williams is with the Good Shepherd Pharmacy, and she's going to tell us a little bit about it. Miss Mary, welcome to Bot Radio, and good to see you out here at the Expo. Wow, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) And she's got a personality, too. But, Miss Mary, tell me about the Good Shepherd Pharmacy and a little about the history behind it. Okay, the Good Shepherd Pharmacy, first of all, we are Christian-based. We're a non-profit organization, and we're just really trying to reach people in Memphis, Mississippi, Arkansas, in the surrounding areas, we used to say, to try to help them with their medication. We don't deal with no insurance. You can have insurance, no insurance, we'll take you. But there are people out there who's paying out of Wazoo City for their medications. We're a wholesale pharmacy. The owner is Dr. Phil Baker. 
and he's a pharmacist by profession, and praise the Lord. The Lord gave him the vision of good shepherd, not the good shepherd, because the good shepherd is the Lord Jesus. That's right. Well, Miss Mary, what are some of the prerequisites of being able to be part of the good shepherd pharmacy? Are there age requirements or any type of requirements you have to meet first? No, you don't. You could be young, middle-aged, old. It doesn't matter. No insurance, like I said. First of all, we have a website that you can go on, submit your medications. If you have a computer, you can just pull up goodshephealth.com. Goodshephealth.com. Uh-huh. And you can pull that up. It will take you to the website where you can submit your medicines. There's someone who's doing online that they will pull it up, look at it. If we can help you, we'll reach out to you and say, this is how we can help you. If we can't help you, we let you know we can't help you, but have you thought about another option? We're not pushing. Miss Mary, what about the savings, average percentage of savings you can help those who use Good Shepherd Pharmacy? Well, we had one client that one of his medicine was going to cost him $600. When the doctor gave him the prescription, she told him, go to Good Shepherd first. He came to us. We put $500 back in his pocket. The medicine through us only cost $100. And another great thing, we have come on board with West Clinic, Baptist Hospital where we're recycling cancer medicines for our clients that if it's donated to us, it's donated to them. Wow. And there's so many uh, cancer medicines that cost so much, but through us, they can get it. That website, again, listener, is goodshepherdhealth.com, goodshepherdhealth.com, or call the number 877-521-6337. Mary, God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless you for for, for being on board, especially Miss Ann, being at the right place and right, and all the way for grace. And I like, again, to say thank you. Thank you very much. And now we move the microphone over to Marcia Berry. Miss Berry, what do you think about the Senior Expo? Oh, I love the Senior Expo. Everything's here, and I come every year. What are some of the tips you pick up on being a senior? What are some of the services that you've enjoyed learning about? My word is love, everybody, and everything good will come to you. (laughs) That's a good word there. So just coming out and having a good time, you know, just being out here with a bunch of other folks and and enjoying the day. Running to people you know. Have you met some friends, too? Oh, yes, walking in the door. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that you like to listen to Bot Radio Network. I have been listening to Bot Radio for umpteen years. I used to carry a little radio on my side where I worked, and I would iron sometimes. I asked to iron and listening to Bot Radio all day long. What are some of the programs you've enjoyed listening to over the years? Oh, Dr. McGee, Charles Stanley. And there's so many more. That is my station. Wow. Everybody should listen to that. It's very informative, and you can learn a whole lot about the Bible. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for stopping by, and thanks for listening, too, to Bot Radio. Thank you. You have a good day. When it comes to innovation for seniors, whether it be medicine or new technologies to make their life easier, when you watch the best times on WKNO, you're going to see Chris Hardaway. A wonderful show, by the way. We're here at the Senior Expo. Chris, thank you. good to see you. Thanks for joining Bot Radio. We're having a great time out here today. Yes, we are. A lot of people out here, a lot of things to see, a lot of things to do. Matt, you've been doing the best of times now for how long? 
We are about to start our eighth season. On Saturdays, if I'm around the house and it's on, I love to watch KNO anyway. It's one of my favorite channels. <laughs> Thank you. And so if the show's on, you get my attention quite often. Well, good. I'm glad. I mean, I, I think we're all aging, <laughs> so we all have that in common. So I think uh, I try to do segments that are entertaining, informational, and make you think. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about the show? You know, I think the variety. I, I really enjoy the ability to do a subject that is perhaps a difficult subject to talk about, you know, uh, dealing with healthcare issues sometimes, uh, dealing with uh, death. But then I can balance that out with lighter segments, segments about things that you can do around town, segments, profiles of interesting people that I meet. I like the balance of the two, the fact that the show can be light at times and heavy at times. Give us some backstory of Chris Hardaway. How long have you been in the Memphis area, and where did you get into your interest in television and broadcasting? Well, I was a graduate of Memphis State University back in the day as a radio TV film major. I actually, my first full-time job in broadcast was at Channel 10. This is back in the late 70s, early 80s, and I worked there for about seven years, and then I went into advertising. I worked at one of the major ad agencies here in town for several years, and then went out on my own and shot a lot of television commercials and corporate videos for several years before I got a call from the station, and they said, you know, we're thinking about doing this show about aging. Would you be interested in talking about that? And I said, yeah, and... The show was born. So, <laughs> What's something that unique about the show that you hope that communicates when viewers of the show each week? What's something you want them to be able to take away from the show? I, I think the important takeaway is that, yes, we're all aging, but you don't have to be old about it, <laughs> okay? I think the importance is to keep a young attitude and keep yourself busy. You know, science says there are three things... To help us age as well as we possibly can. And diet, nutrition of course being one of them, exercise another, and then getting a good night's sleep. So I I think those three things are vitally important. If that's all you get from watching my show, then I think you've learned something important and it can add years to your life. Well, you do a great job, Chris. I always enjoy watching you. Thank you for your contribution, not only to that show, but to our city, our community. You do a great job. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate those words. And and watch the show. Well, events like the Senior Expo don't just happen. It has to be planned, organized, and a lot of hard work goes into this. And Meyer is with the Professional Network of Aging. And I think you told me, Ann, you're the only full-time person that is staffed with the Professional Network of Aging here locally. Tell me what great honor that is. <laughs> well, PNA is a nonprofit networking group, and we have over 250 companies that all have something to do with seniors. Yeah. And what I do is I coordinate the meetings, and I help coordinate the special events along with special planning committees. I'm the administrative help. How long has the Professional Network of Aging had an active role in the Mid-South community right here? I think we're 43 years old. We're one of the oldest nonprofits in Memphis. We're one of the largest nonprofits in Memphis. And Ms. Ann, I think you have really seen this event grow over the years, haven't you? Yes, although Judy knows more about that because she's been with PNA longer. Yeah, and Judy Hall is one of the board members, too. And Judy, you're staying busy over here at this table. Tell me your responsibilities during this event. 
Over here, we've been taking care of registration for the vendors when they come in, and then once they're in and set up, just answering any questions that anybody has about the day. Well, let's back up when we talk about the history of this particular event and the impact that it's had in the community, how it's grown. As Miss Ann said, you are the expert on that. You've watched it grow over the years. Well, I joined in 2006, and back then we were meeting at the Lewis Center over on Parkway, and we outgrew that, and we moved to another location. We outgrew that, and now we meet monthly at Germantown United Methodist Church where we usually have 150 folks to show up for our monthly meetings. Use the keyword networking, and so you're really networking organizations, nonprofits, services, businesses that really would be a benefit and asset to our senior adults. Correct. The companies all need to know about each other, and they need to find out what each other does so they can use each other as resources. And so what we do is we put on network events where the companies can get to know each other. Not only do we have over 250 companies that deal with seniors, each company is represented by two members, so we have over 500 people in PNA. That's a really big group. Well, we really appreciate, again, the relationship Mont Radio Network has with the Professional Network on Aging. Miss Ann Judy, thank you for your hard work. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate y'all, too. And, in fact, one of your uh, senior members at Mont Radio Network is on the board of directors at PNA. <laughs> sure is. Thank you. Thanks a lot. One of the things that our seniors here at the Expo enjoy is some entertainment. Kenneth Jackson just got off the stage. Kenneth, I heard you talking and singing over there and getting these seniors in a good mood today. Yeah, I'm having a a wonderful time working with the seniors. I'm working with Creative Aging, and we do completely senior shows. I was talking earlier with a gentleman from Oasis of Hope, and he said you regularly go and entertain the seniors there, too. Definitely. And and that's a good thing, man, because the seniors, you know, sometimes get misplaced, and I play the music from their era as well. So that means they make a connection, and the smiles just go everywhere. I noticed some of them started tapping their foot, and some of them got up and did a little dancing while you were singing. That's right. The ones that can move, they get up and move, and the ones that can't, they still appreciate you. How long have you been singing? and how important is music to you? Very important. I I started playing professionally in the ninth grade when I was 14 years old in Little Rock, Arkansas. I was playing with some older guys, but they were clean cut, so it it was safe for me. But I I grew up with music, man. As I I mentioned before, Aretha Franklin in Detroit, Michigan, where we were living at that time, used to babysit me. Aretha Franklin was your babysitter? That's right. And we went to the same church, New Bethel Baptist Church, where her father was the, the pastor. Okay, did you ever do any pranks or anything on Miss Aretha? Were you pretty obedient when she was babysitting you? No. The pranks came from them because she was a teenager at that time, so the pranks came from the teenagers. <laughs> Can you remember any of those pranks? Yes. They used to dress me up like a little girl, and they would plait my hair and put burrettes in my hair, and, and I would run. <laughs> hey, I don't think you have to worry about that right now, do you? Having well, your hair braided? No, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I've graduated. <laughs> no, you look very distinguished, by the way. Thank you. So tell me about your career here in Memphis. I came here from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, right at the end of Stacks records. When Stax was going down in the mid-70s, I had a group that was touring, and we we were based in Memphis, so uh, we were called Total Eclipse, and we went all over the United States touring and playing spring breaks yeah. <laughs> and things like that, yeah. Yeah, so you had an opportunity to actually record in the Stax Museum. Yes. Well, it wasn't a museum when you recorded in it. Yeah, it wasn't a museum, It was, I, and I recorded in Studio A, which you didn't get in Studio A unless you were somebody. But I happened to know one of the producers, so we got in Studio A. 
as you get a chance to sing and, and interact with seniors, what are some other things that stand out to you about where seniors are and some of the needs that they have? Well, a lot of them don't have people who visit them regularly, and they, they want to feel appreciated, and they want to have somebody they can relate to and talk to, and I'm that type of person. I'm a talker, and uh, I play the kind of music they like, and I try to kind of mix it up and play from all different eras, so they can relate. That's where a conversation starts. Kenneth, God bless you. Thank you so much for stopping with Bot Radio. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> We continue our time here at the Senior Expo at the Agri-Center, and a very important part is our listeners, and they're stopping by throughout the day here just telling us how much they appreciate Bot Radio Network. And right now, Pat Chandler is one of our value Bot Radio Network listeners. Pat, are you having a good day here at the Expo? Absolutely. It's been wonderful and very educational. And what are some of your observations? What are some things you're learning out here? Uh, I have learned a lot about the care of elderly, the benefits, even the legal rights of elderly. It's really been very beneficial. Is there certain fears or concerns that you have as you age and you're wondering about, you know, how things are going to go or take place? Well, mainly it's because, you know, of my husband and I aging and we want to stay in our home and we want to be able to keep the home up and be able to have, a, you know, good years yeah. together yeah. in our last years. Tell me about listening to Bot Radio Network. What are some of your favorite programs? When do you listen? Listen, I listen to all of them. I listen to Dr. David Jeremiah, Ann Graham, Tony Evans, Michael Youssef, Jim Daly, and I think it's Janet Mefford. Janet I, Mefford, yeah. Uh, she's the one that I find very interesting. Janet really keeps people in the know when it comes to current events. Absolutely. It's great. I've been listening to Bot since I moved to Memphis. We moved from Florida to Memphis. And it was a very hard adjustment for me. And I would turn the radio on and listen to the talks. And at that time, Dr. James Dobson with Focus on the Family. And I listened to that because it it just helped me so much in my adjustment. The adjustment when you move from one area. We had lived in Florida 17 years, and we moved to Memphis. We've been here over 30. I've listened to Bot Radio all that time. (laughs) Wow, that is a wonderful story, Miss Pat. Just Bot Radio was able to be a comfort and help during that transition time. It does help you to hear the crisis that other people have dealt with and how they deal with, you know, just giving you information, input on how to deal with circumstances with your family, just where you're at in life. It's really good. I really appreciate that. We appreciate you so much. We love our listeners and the opportunity to meet. You know, when you're behind the microphone and you're in a room with the door closed, you don't get to see smiling faces like yourself. But now I can picture when I'm talking on Bot Radio that I'm talking to Miss Pat. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I'm, I'll be in my laundry room and my radio is turned up and I'm just ironing and doing laundry and listening to all these great programs. And you know, it just fills you with such a good spirit. Y'all keep up the good work. (laughs) 